Runo sixteen of Kalevala, the Land of the Heroes, by Elias Lunrot, translated by William Forsell Kirby, eighteen forty four to nineteen twelve. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Expatriate in Bangor, Maine. Runo sixteen, Vainamoinen in Tuonela. Argument. Vainamoinen orders Sampsa Pellervoinen to seek for wood for boat-building. He makes a boat, but finds himself at a loss for want of three magic words. As he cannot otherwise obtain them, he goes to Tuonela, hoping to procure them there. Vainamoinen finally escapes from Tuonela, and after his return warns others not to venture there, and describes what a terrible place it is, and the horrible abodes in which men dwell there. Vainamoinen, old and steadfast, he the great primeval sorcerer, set to work a boat to build him, and upon a boat to labor there upon the cloudy headland, on the shady island's summit. But the workman found no timber, boards to build the boat he found not. Who shall seek for timber for him, and shall seek an oak tree for him, for the boat of Vainamoinen, and a keel to suit the minstrel? Pellervoinen, earth-begotten, Samsa, youth of smallest stature, he shall seek for timber for him, and shall seek an oak-tree for him, for the boat of Vainamoinen, and a keel to suit the minstrel. So upon his path he wandered through the regions to the northeast, through one district, then another, journeyed after through a third one, with his gold axe on his shoulder, with his axe with copper handle, till he found an aspen standing, which in height three fathoms measured. So he went to fell the aspen, with his axe the tree to sever. And the aspen spoke, and asked him, with its tongue it spoke in this wise, What, O oh man, desire you from me? Tell your need, as far as may be. Youthful Sampsa Pellervoinen answered in the words which follow, This is what I wish for from thee, this I need, and this require I. Tis a boat for Vainamoinen, for the minstrel's boat the timber. And the aspen said, astounded, answered with its hundred branches, As a boat I should be leaking, and would only sink beneath you, for my branches they are hollow. Thrice already in this summer has a grub my heart devoured. In my roots a worm has nestled. Youthful Sampsa Pellervoinen wandered further on his journey, and he wandered deeply pondering in the region to the northward. There he found a pine-tree standing, and its height was full six fathoms, and he struck it with his hatchet, on the trunk with axe-blade smote it, and he spoke the words which follow, O thou pine-tree, shall I take thee, for the boat of Vainamoinen, and as boatwood for the minstrel? But the pine-tree answered quickly, and it cried in answer loudly, For a boat you cannot use me, nor a six-ribbed boat can fashion. Full of knots you'll find the pine-tree thrice already in this summer. In my summit croaked a raven, croaked a crow among my branches. Youthful Sampsa Pellervoinen further yet pursued his journey, and he wandered deeply pondering in the region to the southward till he found an oak-tree standing, fathoms nine its boughs extended. And he thus addressed and asked it, 
O thou oak tree, shall I take thee, for the keel to make a vessel, the foundation of a warship? And the oak tree answered wisely, answered thus the acorn bearer, Yes, indeed, my wood is suited for the keel to make a vessel, neither slender tis nor knotted, for within its substance hollow. Thrice already in this summer, in the brightest days of summer, through my midst the sunbeams wandered, on my crown the moon was shining, in my branches cried the cuckoos, in my boughs the birds were resting. Youthful Sampsa Pellervoinen took the axe from off his shoulder, with his axe he smote the tree trunk, with the blade he smote the oak tree, speedily he felled the oak tree, and the beauteous tree had fallen. First he hewed it through the summit, all the trunk he cleft in pieces, after this the keel he fashioned planks so many none could count them for the vessel of the minstrel for the boat of Vinamoinen. then the aged Vinamoinen, he the great primeval sorcerer fashioned then the boat with wisdom built with magic songs the vessel from the fragments of an oak tree fragments of the shattered oak tree with a song the keel he fashioned with another sides he fashioned and he sang again a third time and the rudder he constructed bound the rib ends firm together and the joints he fixed together when the boat's ribs were constructed and the sides were fixed together still he found three words were wanting which the sides should fix securely fix the prow in right position and the stern should likewise finish Vinamoinen, old and steadfast he the great primeval minstrel uttered then the words which follow woe to me my life is wretched for my boat unlaunched remaineth on the waves the new boat floats not so he pondered and reflected how to find the words he needed and obtain the spells of magic from among the brains of swallows from the heads of flocks of wild swans from the shoulders of the goose flocks then he went the words to gather and a flock of swans he slaughtered and a flock of geese he slaughtered and beheaded many swallows but the spells he needed found not, not a word, not e'en a half one. So he pondered and reflected, I shall find such words by hundreds, neath the tongue of summer reindeer in the mouth of whitest squirrel. So he went the words to gather, that the spells he might discover, and a field he spread with reindeer, loaded benches high with squirrels, many words he thus discovered, but they all were useless to him. So he pondered and reflected, I should find such words by hundreds in the dark abodes of Tuoni, in the eternal home of Mana. Then to Tuonela he journeyed, sought the words in Mana's kingdom, and with rapid steps he hastened, wandered for a week through bushes, through bird cherry for a second, and through juniper the third week, straight to Manala's dread island, and the gleaming hills of Tuoni. Vinamoinen, old and steadfast, raised his voice and shouted loudly, there by Tuonela's deep river, there in Manala's abysses. Bring a boat, O Tuoni's daughter, row across, O child of Mana, that the stream I may pass over, and that I may cross the river. Tuoni's short and stunted daughter, she the dwarfish maid of Mana, at the time her clothes was washing and her clothes she there was beating at the river dark of Tuoni, and in Manala's deep waters. And she answered him in this wise, and she spoke the words which follow. 
Hence a boat shall come to fetch you, when you shall explain the reason why to Manala you travel. Though disease has not subdued you, nor has death thus overcome you, nor some other fate o'erwhelmed you. Vainamoinen, old and steadfast, answered in the words which follow. It was Tuoni brought me hither, Mana dragged me from my country. Tuoni's short and stunted daughter, she the dwarfish maid of Mana, answered in the words which follow. I indeed, I know the liar. If twas Tuoni brought you hither, Mana dragged you from your country, then would Tuoni's self be with you. Manalainen's self conduct you. Tuoni's hat upon your shoulders, on your hands the gloves of Mana. Speak the truth, O Vainamoinen, what to Manala has brought you? Vainamoinen, old and steadfast, answered in the words which follow. Iron to Manala has brought me, steel to Tuonala has dragged me. Tuoni's short and stunted daughter, she the dwarfish maid of Mana, answered in the words which follow. Now indeed I know the liar. For if iron to Mana brought you, steel to Tuonala had dragged you, from your clothes the blood would trickle, and the blood would forth be flowing. Speak the truth, O Vainamoinen, for the second time speak truly. Vainamoinen, old and steadfast, answered in the words which follow. Water has to Mana brought me, waves to Tuonala have brought me. Tuoni's short and stunted daughter, she the dwarfish maid of Mana, answered in the words which follow. I indeed, I know the liar. If to Mana water brought you, waves to Manala had floated, from your clothes would water trickle, from the borders streaming downward. Tell me true without evasion. What to Manala has brought you? Then the aged Vainamoinen gave again a lying answer. Fire to Tuonala has brought me, flame to manala conveyed me tuoni's short and stunted daughter she the dwarfish maid of mana once again replied in answer well indeed i know the liar had the fire to tuoni brought you flame to manala conveyed you would your hair be singed and frizzled and your beard be scorched severely o oh, thou aged vainamoinen if you wish the boat to fetch you tell me true without evasion make an end at last of lying why to manala you travel though disease has not subdued you nor has death thus overcome you nor some other fate o'erwhelmed you said the aged vainamoinen true it is i lied a little and again i spoke a falsehood but at length i answer truly by my art a boat i fashioned by my songs a boat i builded and i sang one day a second and at length upon the third day broke my sledge as i was singing broke the shaft as i was singing so i came for tuoni's gimlet saw in manala a borer that my sledge i thus might finish and with this might form my song sledge therefore bring your boat to this side ferry me across the water and across the strait convey me let me come across the river Twonatar abused him roundly, Mana's maiden scolded loudly, O thou fool, of all most foolish, man devoid of understanding, Twonala thou seekest causeless, comes to Mana free from sickness? Better surely would you find it quickly to regain your country. Many truly wander hither, few return to where they came from. Said the aged Vainamoinen, this might perhaps deter old women, not a man how weak soever 
not the laziest of heroes bring the boat o tuoni's daughter row across o child of mana brought the boat then tuoni's daughter and the aged Vinamoinen quickly o'er the straits she ferried and across the river rowed him and she spoke the words which follow woe to thee o Vinamoinen, for thou comest to mana living comes to tuonela undying tuonatar the noble matron manalatar aged woman fetched some beer within a tankard and in both her hands she held it and she spoke the words which follow drink o aged Vinamoinen. Vinamoinen, old and steadfast looked for long within the tankard and within it frogs were spawning at the sides the worms were wriggling and he spoke the words which follow surely i have not come hither thus to drink from mana's goblets or to drink from tuoni's tankards those who drink this beer are drunken drinking from such cans they perish then said tuonela's great mistress o thou aged Vinamoinen, why to manala dost travel why to tuonela hast ventured though by tuoni never summoned to the land of mana called not said the aged Vinamoinen, at my boat as i was working while my new boat i was shaping then i found three words were wanting ere the stern could be completed and the prow could be constructed but as i could find them nowhere in the world where'er i sought them then to tuonela i travelled journeyed to the land of mana there to find the words i needed there the magic words to study then said tuonela's great mistress and she spoke the words which follow ne'er the words will tuoni give you nor his spells will mana teach you never shall you leave these regions never while your life remaineth shall you ever journey homeward to your country home returning sank the weary man in slumber and the traveller lay and slumbered on the bed prepared by tuoni there outstretched himself in slumber and the hero thus was captured lay outstretched but quickly wakened there's in tuonela a witch-wife aged crone with chin projecting and she spins her thread of iron and she draws out wire of copper and she spun of nets a hundred and she wove herself a thousand in a single night of summer on the rock amid the waters there's in tuonela a wizard and three fingers has the old man and he weaves his nets of iron and he makes his nets of copper and a hundred nets he wove him and a thousand nets he plaited in the selfsame night of summer on the same stone in the water tuoni's son with crooked fingers crooked fingers hard as iron took the hundred nets and spread them right across the stream of tuoni both across and also lengthwise and in an oblique direction so that vainu should not scape him nor should flee uvantolainen in the course of all his lifetime while the golden moon is shining from the dread abode of tuoni from the eternal home of mana Vinamoinen, old and steadfast uttered then the words which follow may not rain overtake me and an evil fate await me here in tuonela's dark dwellings in the foul abode of mana quickly then his shape transforming and another shape assuming to the gloomy lake he hastened like an otter in the reed-beds like an iron snake he wriggled like a little adder hastened straight across the stream of tuoni safely through the nets of tuoni tuoni's son with crooked fingers 
crooked fingers hard as iron, wandered early in the morning to survey the nets extended, found of salmon trout a hundred, smaller fry he found by thousands, but he found not Vinamoinen, not the old Uvantolainen. Thus the aged Vinamoinen made his way from Tuoni's kingdom, and he said the words which follow, and in words like these expressed him. Never, Yumala the mighty, never let another mortal make his way to Mana's country, penetrate to Tuoni's kingdom. Many there indeed have ventured, few indeed have wandered homeward from the dread abode of Tuoni, from the eternal home of Mana. Afterwards these words he added and expressed himself in this wise. To the rising generation and to the courageous people, sons of men, O oh, never venture, in the course of all your lifetime, wrong to work against the guiltless, guilt to work against the sinless, lest your just reward is paid you in the dismal realms of Tuoni. There's the dwelling of the guilty and the resting place of sinners, under stones to redness heated, under slabs of stone all glowing, neath a coverlet of vipers, of the loathsome snakes of Tuoni. End of Runo 16 Recording by Expatriate in Bangor, Maine